the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Iron Real Estate, which is the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and all the things that have to do with real estate, which, of course, is just about everything. It is a subject of endless fascination and with good reason. Your home is your castle. It's your safe haven. And that's been forever. That's been since the days of cavemen when your home was your cave. So if you're living in a cave or you want to get a bigger one or maybe you want to downsize it a little, call us and we'll find you a home. Here at Ion Real Estate, we answer questions about buying, selling, mortgage, legal issues, tenant-landlord disputes. You name it, we've got the answers to your question. All you have to do is call us toll-free at 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Uh, We've got a great show for you today. My co-host and real estate attorney, author and lecturer, Andrew Lieb, is with us. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Dottie. How you doing? How could I not? It's such a beautiful day out. It's just great. The sun's shining. You always always do this great job of introducing us, but I want everyone else to know why Dottie is great today, because it's important that everyone knows who Dottie Herman is. I'm reading Cranes right now. I don't know if anyone's been on this Cranes, but I'm reading about the 2019 most powerful woman in New York, and Dottie is bringing the power. This list that she made is with CEOs, senators, heads of assembly. Like, it's unbelievable. Dottie, congrats to you from your family at Ion Real Estate. Yes, congrats, Dottie everybody. Thank you. Thank you. It's certainly an honor. That's why I thank Cranes and all the people that helped me to get there because no person's an island. You know, it takes a whole team. So I I thank everyone that supported me and helped me throughout and still continue. Um, I also, I think Ace, what a two-support, is back. Ace, are you back? I am back, guys. Good morning. Uh, good. So we missed you. you. Oh, I missed you guys. Yeah, Ace is Vice President of Citizens Bank, and he's here to answer all your questions about getting mortgage and home financing issues, along with rates. And also, I want you to tell us a little about your trip, but I also want us to talk a little about, you know, Trump says he's going to get our interest rates down even more, down to zero or less. And (laughs) what does that mean? For mortgage rates, what does zero mortgage rates mean? We want to hear about yeah. that after you tell us a little about your trip. Definitely, Dottie. I mean, and I mean, we also yeah. want to thank Citizens Bank for their continued support of this show. Uh, 
which works with Douglas Elliman as preferred lender. Citizens is one of the nation's oldest and largest financial institutions, and we thank them for their support. They also support their customers by providing an integrated experience that includes mobile and online banking, a 24-7 customer contact center, and the convenience of approximately 3,200 ATMs. You can easily find more information at citizensbank.com. And later in the show, Dan Sater is joining us, and Dan's a nationally recognized credit expert and credit coach for the credit repair industry, which credit rules, you have to have good credit no matter what you do, so you always want to make sure you're on top of that. And you can call any one of us at 866-970-9622, or you can email us at radio show at Elliman, or you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, we talk about the show, but I always tell you what happened on this date when we look back. And so when we look back at September 14th in 1951, I guess this was big news. A seedless watermelon had been developed at Purdue University, and it weighed about 8 to 10 pounds. And uh, I never heard of seedless. Did you ever hear of a seedless watermelon? Maybe. I don't know. Wow. Uh, I eat Donnie, them all the time, huge Daddy. news. I Have you ever it. got those black <laughs> seeds in your mouth when you're eating it, and until you got to spit them out? The seedless watermelon is delicious. It and is i got to tell you, best. i got my, my sister, Ace, I don't know if you have this. My sister is all about having food that is not processed yes. and not developed. Have you guys ever taken a, You should Google this, everyone. Google what a watermelon looked at like before, not even seedless, but originally. It, it's so, it had so much little food to eat in it. Ace, have you eaten these seedless watermelons? I love them. Oh, I have, Andrew. It well, is amazing. I have, and you'll have to get me one. <laughs> we're going to have so a party. Before we begin the show, show, yeah. and talk about what's going on in real estate, uh, tell us about your trip. You were in Thailand? Yeah, I was in Thailand uh, for about 10 days, Dottie. So I'm originally half Thai, half uh, Taiwanese, so a, a lot of families back there. But I actually went with a trade group uh, for real estate as well. So I met with some influential families out there. Um, the Red Bull family is actually uh, from Thailand. So, you know, the the biggest conversation that I was having out there was everybody wants to invest in the in the U.S., right, because it's a safe haven. So right. they were so interested in listening about what's developing here in the U.S., where to buy. And the number one place in New York, believe it or not, in Dottie, I mean, you live right there. Everybody was interested in Central Park. So everybody Good. was asking keep about... Keep on coming. Keep on telling them that's the place to you buy. Know? So <laughs> it, was, it was quite interesting. You know, a lot of great food. If you guys haven't been there, uh, the people are amazing. The food's amazing. And, you know, just... A little, little bit of sightseeing as well. So You know good. what, Ace? I was reading an article speaking of that, and it says, you know, has the trade war affected New York real estate? And this article says, yes. Um, it's a great market to buy in because the foreign buyers uh, are falling out. And it, this was put out by the National Association of Realtors, and they say that home uh, foreign foreigners who purchased homes across the U.S., this is not necessarily just New York, plummeted by 31% between April 18, 2018 to March 2019. And it talks about that the foreign buyers uh, purchased 183,000 properties. Uh, now that's down to uh, down from 266. And uh, it said Chinese buyers purchased an estimate of $13.4 billion worth of residential property in the U.S. in 2018. 
and that was more than any other international group, according to NAR. However, that number was down at 56% on the previous 12 months. And it says that it's not just Chinese buyers taking a step back. Sources say there's been a slump in buyers from multiple countries, including Russia, Canada, India, Italy, and parts of the Middle East. Um, so they're trying, and they're making the case that it's a great market to buy in because it's a little soft now. Mm -hmm. But isn't that really because of they put a lot more restrictions on getting people's money out? You got it, Toddy, right? So the interest is still, it's, it's robust. People want to buy. But the problem is, you know, the transferring of the funds over to the United States, right? So that's, yeah. but, but they're figuring to, it to, out. They're figuring it out, Toddy, you know? Yeah, they'll figure it out. They're it's just it out. to give you a kind of a brief overview. As Ace said, if you ask most foreign buyers, why do you put your money here? Because I guess, and I try to tell everyone this, as much as we want to say what's going on in the world, the, the, you know, USA has its problems. But at the end of the day, it's the best place to be in. And in other countries, if you don't agree with the government, it yes. um, doesn't matter whether you're wrong or right. If you don't agree with them, you don't have a choice. And they will just come and confiscate, take everything from you, including your property. and uh, Or they'll make up some crime that you did that you didn't. Mm -hmm. Okay, They'll make up a new so law. So they feel you know, that putting money here is safe. It's just that it's harder to get out now because the governments are trying to prevent them from taking their money out of the countries exactly. and putting it. But it's not that the popularity of New York has decreased. Not at all. Not at all. Take a guess, guys, how much the maximum you could take out of China is. I always found this interesting. What's the maximum <laughs> amount of money you're allowed to take out? Because, you know, they have the Chinese buyers buying these billion-dollar properties. So, like, what's the maximum? What do you think the number is? Well, they say 50K, right, Andrew? 50K. So if you could take 50K out, how could you buy anything exactly. in New York? It's amazing. You could barely, <laughs> you could barely buy a bagel in um, New York City sometimes. I like, know. It's, it's Yeah. So I just want to explain that because I don't think people, some people realize that that's really, and there was another thing I want to talk about. And of course, I'm not saying that there are not really great deals out there because there are. It's a great time to buy. I've said it on every show. But like, for example, when you see, I just saw an article that says, Fifth Avenue pad, once the price, the city's priciest place sells for 55% off. And it goes on to say that this billionaire trader, uh, you know, uh, ended up buying, you know, a property, and it was listed at uh, maybe oh, it, it was the Michael Dell's one hundred and five million dollar penthouse at one fifty seven, which is very, which is by Central Park South, so it's where Ace says everybody wants to buy, uh, but he couldn't find a buyer. So first he dropped his price to seventy six million, and then to a sixty eight million. And now he landed a buyer at $59 million. So, um, again, it's whether something was priced well or not. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it's that, you know, it, it really depends. Somebody says, well, is this a good deal? They dropped their price. Well, it's a good deal if they dropped their price if it was priced well to begin with. You follow what I'm saying? Um, if you had remember the clouds, when that it, it's never... It's never going to be right if their heads are in the clouds in the first place. Like maybe yeah. 59 was the fair market value all along is what you're saying. Right. And speaking of somebody famous who's more – well, I don't know if people like to buy a house where there was a murder, but Phil Spector's <laughs> murder mansion got a price slash. And Phil Spector, you know, so, you know, they said shot his girlfriend. 
Um, and uh, so his house is proving hard to sell. That doesn't make good headlines. And, you know, we often talk about that. There's a murder in a house. Does somebody, would you live in a house where somebody was murdered or where somebody was a murderer? Um, they said the Chateau-inspired home is where the famed music producer shot and killed his girlfriend, Lana Clarkson, in 2003. Now, Spectre is currently serving a 19-year prison sentence for murder. Uh, it's just another home with a past. Well, that's for some people. I don't know that I'd want to buy a house with somebody. I would. I, I don't think I would. What about you, Andrew or Ace? What do you would it bother you or not? What do you? So what do you for, say, Andrew? For, <laughs> uh, like I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm debating as we're talking. I don't know how I feel about it. How? It, I think it depends how long ago it was, Dottie. Like if there was just like a mass murder, or we're watching a Criminal Minds episode there, and they just cleaned it up. I don't think I could do it. I have OCD, so I would think there's like blood everywhere. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to touch anything. Like if it was a clean murder, I might be able to do it. I think it's less about the murder and more about the cleanliness. For and me. you wouldn't worry about the spirits living on there. You know, Dottie, no, that's spirits, that's it. But dirty. <laughs> I would. I I would not step foot in that in that house just because you know I, I'm scared of the spirits. They're there all the time, and you know I, I would Can buy a house if somebody might have been a murderer. But to buy a house that somebody was murdered in, like the Amityville Horror, we talk about that on Halloween, where I don't know how many murders that guy killed there. There's no way, not for me. I would not be able to sleep at night. And you're with me, Ace, right? I, I get scared watching Friday the, thir- the uh, 13th, you know, <laughs> Freddy Krueger, so I'm okay. So I'm glad that you would. Though? What? Guys, can you clean the spirits? Isn't there, is there a way to clean the yes. spirits out? Like, can you, I think you I, had like somebody, a- I had somebody on the show that performs exorcisms of, of apartments or homes. I wasn't. I wasn't sure how legit it was. I mean, that, you know, if you believe in it, but they because they did it from a remote place. They didn't have to come to your home. They did it from the internet. So I don't know. But yes, there is. You can get you you can get somebody to come in or somebody who does something like an exorcism of the property. So you know, like we'll have to find out that, about that. Dottie, I like the way they hid from the spirits to clean the spirits. Maybe they were afraid of the spirits too. That's why they did it on the internet. It could be. It could right? be. Yeah. We got to find out. Now, Ace, um, this is this says this is a new thing, a new st- statistic to consider. I don't really think it's new. However, uh, here's the quote: "This is uh, the study that J.P. Morgan Chase Institute came up with." Now, I love J.P. Morgan, but really, I don't know that it's a big earth-shaking <laughs> idea. But it says, "Do not put every last dollar into buying a house." Buyers with post-closing liquidity of three months or more were five times less likely to default on their mortgages. And it says that buyers should consider slowing the purchase process down until they've built up a cushion should something go wrong after they move in. That doesn't happen often, but some extra money in the bank is great insurance should a layoff, illness, or death in the family occur. I would agree with that 100%. I don't think that that's yeah, news. I, but. I don't think it's rocket science, but um, it's, it's responsible <laughs> borrowing, right? So here, here at the bank, we usually like to see a customer or a borrower have at least 12 months uh, just to make sure that, that you know, their cash flow is just steady. So, but, um, and not only that, nothing you new. know, one thing I can tell you about a home. Yeah. Well, you just never know. You never know what exactly. could happen. Like, you know, something could go wrong. Something could break down. I mean, you know, if you, if you own a home, you know uh, – 
it's like an endless thing. I mean, we, we love it, but there's always something. So you, and you, you know, you don't know what's going to happen and you should have, you know, a little seed money. Um, and so, but I don't think that's earth shaking like you said. And so Ace, the bank usually likes to see you have how much? 12 months, 12 months 12 reserves. Months. Yeah. We call it reserves. So, you know, um, all of our listeners, I always tell you and I tell me too, but I just didn't do it because I give good advice, but sometimes don't follow it. But I've been saying the rental market's great. If you can get a legal two family or you can start out with something like that and you don't mind, you know, taking care of, you know, tenants that some could be great. Some could be bad. Uh, well, Cranes came out with Manhattan Small Apartments are priciest they've been since 2008. Wow. wow. Uh, median price of a one-bedroom unit uh, this year was $3,595, um, which is high. I mean, it yeah. says that uh, studios fell, but the, 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 ha- the, the one-bedrooms are really popular, and people are, and the rentals are going up. People listening to us in Jersey are probably saying to themselves, I could have a whole house with a back door at $3,500. This is incredible. One bedroom, right? Yeah. Well, Andrew, too, you know, I mean, look, I feel like I've been in the city forever because I have. But when I first came to the city and I was always in the city, I lived on Long Island, but I I never, you know, bought real estate there. So I, uh, you know, I'm looking for an apartment and, uh, you know, I grew up in a house, you know, it had a basement. It wasn't the biggest house. It was a regular house, but I... And there I'm looking at yeah, 600, which is 600 square, 700 square feet, which is the size of a bedroom. Okay. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, how are people doing this? Where would I put my clothes? My clothes wouldn't fit into this room. And then I would see families live in spaces that I would kill somebody. Like, there's no way because you yeah. can't, like, you know, if somebody's annoying you and your family, which happens here and there, you, there's nowhere to go. You have to just stare at them. Dottie, I lived with my wife in a studio for six years, and I used to hide in the bathroom. I would just stay in the bathroom. And she's like, aren't you done? I'm like, I just need quiet. I just need quiet. Quiet time. And I sat in the bathroom for like four hours at a time. Like, it's, there's nowhere to go sometimes. I'm so with you. But Dottie, Andrew, you know, you know as we say 3500 per month, right? And with rates being so low, do you guys know, just take a guess, how much you can actually buy paying $3,500? Guess. Wait, now say that again. So, so if someone's bu- if someone is actually renting for three thousand and five hundred dollars for a one bedroom, right? Right. What do you think they can afford to buy with that same monthly payment? Eight hundred thousand dollars. No. Eight hundred. No. Go up. Up. Oh, up. wow. It's one, I mean, it's it's one point two million, right? With the wow. rates being at three and a half percent. Assuming you take out an interest only payment, you're paying only thirty five hundred. And a okay, lot, of, me, a lot but, of renters don't me, know that, right? Okay, so. and they don't. But let's let's talk about a little about the, the logic to that. Yes. So let's assume that you do that and you take out an interest-only loan, uh, which is at, well, I don't know what that rate is now. I don't know. What is it? Right now, it's right around 3.5, Dottie. Okay. You take out an interest-only loan. All right. You borrow the rest. Yep. You're, you don't pay off your equity, but you really purchase something um, that is going to go up if you're buying right. Well, wait, I'll finish this. We'll after finish the break, this after we'll, the break. We'll 866-970-9622. We'll give you some good info right after the break.
Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They, They may even stay for a year or so. And then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best $19.95 you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com. Do you want to get rid of your expensive landline, save money, but keep your important home telephone number? Then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. There are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get started today. OurOldNumber.com. For our Ask the Lawyer friends and listeners, you can attend any of Connors and Sullivan's free seminars on elder law, Medicaid, wills, and estate planning, and more. Yes, it's all free and all close to you. So come to Connors and Sullivan's free seminars. On Tuesday, September 24th at Lenny's Clam Bar, 161-03, Cross Bay Boulevard in Howard Beach at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. On Wednesday, September 25th at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. at Connolly's Corner, 71-17 Grand Avenue in Maspeth. And on Friday, September 25th, 27th at the Adria, 221-17 Northern Boulevard in Bayside at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Can't go to any Connors & Sullivan's free seminars? Then call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. Make an educated decision on your estate and family legal solutions today. Call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 or go to connorsandsullivan.com. Plan now for later. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. 
It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and we're, you're listening to I on Real Estate. I'm here with Andrew Lieb, our legal counsel and our attorney, and Ace, what is two part, our financial expert. And we just were talking about, Ace was telling us that if you have a $3,500 rent payment, you could get a mortgage for how much? Well, you can get a mortgage for $1.2 million, Dottie. But what our listeners need to um, think about and uh, really be cognizant about is the down payment, right? So that's really the million-dollar question, which is have you saved enough for the down payment? What our listeners should know, too, is that there are banks out there that will lend you 5% all the way up to an $850,000 loan or 10% all the way up to $2 million. So there are amazing options out there in today's marketplace. Now, for somebody who has the income, because, again, you know, um, everything is a matter of, first of all, having the money to afford it, and then it's a personal decision on how you choose to live. Correct. I always tell people, and I tell all the people at Douglas Elliman, it's not when people say, well, how much should I spend or what can I afford? Well, you could maybe afford a lot more than you want to spend. Or maybe um, you say, listen, I'm willing to sacrifice now and not go out as much or not do certain things or keep the car a little bit extra uh, time and then buy an investment property or a property that over time I hope to appreciate. And although there's no guarantee, I mean, there's no guarantee in any investment but keeping your money under the mattress isn't a, is a sure way that it really loses value. And let me put it this way. If I bought a property for a million dollars and I put 20% down, and Ace bought the same property for a million dollars and he put 10% down, the property would appreciate regardless of how much I put down or didn't put down. Correct. So it's really taking that money and maybe letting it work for you elsewhere or if you have an income and you just drop the money it pays to find out information you can call ace or call us at 866-970-9622 or citizens bank and just find out so that you know what you can afford and how much money that you would qualify and whether you decide to utilize that or um, you decide no you know i'd rather be more conservative and save up more um, that's your choice, but at least be informed. And I always tell people that's really the most important thing is that people are informed. That's it. Uh, look, I was reading, and I thought this was a cute story. I don't know that it's going to work out, but that I read that seven friends, okay, they were all friends, and they pulled in their cash to buy a, a you know, a fixer-up mansion so that they can all grow older together. How's that for friendship? And um, they're in their 30s, and they figure in their 60s they'll want to retire, and then this way they'll all have the mansion, they'll rent it until then, and then they'll all go there and live there together happily ever after. So it's, it's a like cute Golden thought. Golden Girls meets reality show, Dottie. Golden yeah. Girls reality show. That's what we need. We want to bring cameras in there. I want to watch this. This is going to be fabulous. Seven women living together in a house. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I know, but it's cute. It's cute. Look, I, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know, who knows what's going to happen in 30 years? But whatever. It was a cute idea. Um, I want to ask you both imagine, a question, see if you know the imagine, answer. 
I just today's say, question. No. Wait, Andrew, I got to ask you this oh, question sorry. first. You first. You first. What you was first. the first condominium? When was the first condominium built in New York City? I, I wouldn't know it off the top know. of my head. No. Do you know? I don't know. Well, it's gonna, or, I think it's going 100? to. I mean, I, I looked it up. I, I wouldn't have known off the top of my head. I, but I think it's going to surprise you. New York State didn't adopt condominiums as a legal form of ownership until May of 1964. In fact, it wasn't until 1961 that the FHA was authorized by Congress to provide mortgage insurance for them. So the first condominiums opened in January of 1965 at 340 East 64th Street, which was a 33-story building called the San Tropez. And it was considered swanky because it had an outdoor swimming pool on the 15th floor. Nice. So how's nice. that? Swimming pool in, uh, on the on – the, that sounds great. I like a swimming pool. So on the roof deck is what – on the 15th, actually, is what they're saying, right? On the 15th floor, there's Well, this is pool. going back a long time ago. This is in the 60s. I don't, I don't know how many, you know, pools they did that. I mean, it was like a big thing. A I big mean, now thing, yeah. a lot of buildings have pools. Um, but this was, you know, but this I'm is a, going back. I'm envisioning the 60s where everyone's sitting around and they're being refined and nice and there's this beautiful pool. This sounds great. So was, did it take off after that, Dottie? Did a lot of people do these? Was it, it, it pick up? Well, it's the first condos. They mm-hmm. never had condos. Yeah. You couldn't. They, wow. only had, uh, they only had co-ops. Um, they didn't have condominiums. That's when the first condominiums became uh, popular it's- or it came to be before that. You could only buy a co-op, which, as we've told you on the show, when you buy a co-op, that is you're actually buying shares in a corporation. You're not you're not buying the real estate. Your apartment is yours, but all the shared space is part of a co-op board, and it's got a whole bunch of different rules and things. And one of our shows will recap some of that the differences. Um, it's really. I have a question for you, Andrew. Um, oh there was. Um, This has been all over the newspapers, and it says the law was aimed at deadly machinery, um, and it says this was was in the New York Times, and it says Jean Harrow got a ticket in 2016 for unauthorized renovations to her queen's home. She thought it was a misunderstanding, and so she had put, yes, you know, they said that she put a powder room in her basement without realizing that she needed a permit. She, but surely, she said, she wasn't responsible for the washer and dryer that the previous owner had installed downstairs illegally. And she got a $1,600 uh, citation. And she figured, well, I'll just explain it at the hearing. And as she waited to do that, she got a second ticket for failure to comply with the first. And in the 14 months after the original citation, she received five other uh, tickets for the same $15,600 in additional fine. And she's never missed the court dates, and the tickets keep on coming. And we were talking, Andrew, one week, I don't remember when, about when you do things illegally. And obviously, I, I guess she did something without a permit, and they found out. Well, what I thought was the most interesting is she said the prior owner, I think you said, put the washer and dryer on the downstairs. And people think just because I bought it that way, it's legal. But that doesn't make it the case. And you can buy someone else's problem. In brokerage, you know, we always call it, if you see the ads, they call it a bonus room. You ever see that, Dottie? Oh, yes. Well, they're right. Bonus room. I always call that a detriment room. 
because a bonus room is actually just another name for generally, not always, for an illegal room. And it's a detriment because once you get the town or the city, this was the city in Queens, and they find out you could get ticketed. So you mentioned she keeps going to court dates. What was interesting is did she fix it? Because you can go to court dates all you want and keep being a criminal. You got to. Well, she her thing. claim is that she put the powder. She put a powder, so she must have put the bathroom. I mean, the washer and dryer. She said it's from previous owners, but she put a powder room, and I'm assuming that that was a twi- like a bathroom of a little bathroom without a shower. Yeah. But again, but they probably got both. They probably got both, Dottie. They, they again. They, so what happens is once you open Pandora's box, they ticket, ticket, ticket. Right. So, I mean, you just have to know that if you're buying somebody's property where there's something done illegally, either get a CO for it and, you know, the owner. And when you're going to sell your house, you really should look at everything you've done. Talk to your attorney and talk to your real estate broker, hopefully a Douglas Elliman, and ask them, you know, you know, show them, you know, what do I need to do? Because, you know, sometimes you have a home and you might put it an eve up or an awning up or you put a cement patio or you did something and you want to be able to sell it and have all of that taken care of well before you put it on the market. Again, any questions at 866-970-9622. I have another question. It said, Dear Dottie, I am legally subletting a two-bedroom apartment on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. The couple I rented from have had a change in their lives. The man's mother is very sick, and they want to move back to the city now to help take care of her. My husband and I still have five months left on our lease and had hope to renew. The couple offered to give us back the entire year's rent if we leave. Your advice. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith gave a phony name because they want to remain anonymous. Smart. So what would I mean? That our user- our listeners should, when they have an issue like this, you should try and stay anonymous because the other side could be listening to the show, too. So what do you think they should do, Dottie? Well, I think that if they really need their apartment back, I would give it to them back because, I mean, I would give, you know, just allow me the time because inevitably they're going to have to move out anyway. And then they're going to be like, you know, in a bad place with the, the people who own it. And if the mom's mother is really sick, um, you know, I would do it. I wouldn't be happy if I loved my apartment, but I think I would do it. I don't know. You what make about a good you? Point though, you can't force a renewal, so they're out anyway after the term of the lease anyway. So the question is, do they need it just for four months? Maybe they're having a baby or something like that. But if you if you want a tenant out, a landlord's going to get rid of them. Yeah. So I think I kind of asked for enough time, and you know, and they're going to re- and they're going to give them all the money for the whole year. So I think that's nice fair. To me. Yeah. Yeah. 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. We'll be back after a small break. You've poured your heart and soul into building your small business when suddenly an unforeseen cost or legal matter rears its ugly head and you're put on hold by one of those big business insurance companies. They expect you to just press one and wait to hear their automated menu of options to put the fire out. 
Here at Honeconti Perino Insurance, we're putting the person back into personal when it comes to small business insurance. Talk to us, the Michaels, at 212-777-7113. We'll walk you through a customized policy that matches your business needs, and you won't have to endure any mundane hold music. You'd be surprised how many headaches can be avoided with the right business insurance. Like anything good in life, attention must be paid. You'll get our long-standing experience in the industry. We've heard everything. Call Honeconti Perino today at 212-777-7113 or visit honigconti.com h-o-n-i-g-c-o-n-t-e dot com Honigconti Perino Insurance protecting your business is their business Balance of Nature changing the world one life at a time um, I've been taking this for about two months now and I had gone in for my lab test you know how you go every year for blood tests and everything and I had a little problem going on with my and not a big problem uh, with my cholesterol and I've been taking the cholesterol pill for, for a while anyway so when I went in it was 245 this time I went in it was 110 and my doctor even said my gosh she said what on earth are you doing to bring it down that low I said balance of nature <laughs> it was off of all my lab tests he, he was so shocked and plus you know my joints don't hurt so that that's another thing because i have problems with you know i can always tell what's going to rain or snow or the weather's going to change well mm-hmm. I, I can't do that anymore which is kind of bad in a way but my joints don't hurt anymore i'm like oh this is good this is good you know so yeah so i'm doing knock on wood so far so good guys i'm just thrilled i'm <laughs> just thrilled and the other thing, I've been buying cereal, which I haven't bought. I could probably tell you it's probably been 40 years since I bought cereal. I just don't eat it. And, uh, and then, I, you know, I put, I put the stuff in there in the morning, my, my fruits in there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is like, you know, you died and went to heaven. You know, it's so good. So, that, so my success story so far, knock on wood, is great. So, yes, I'm very excited. The other thing, I'm on blood pressure pills, but it came mm-hmm. down five points. And so I, I was controlling it through my blood pressure pills, which I haven't changed, but taking that from, but from the last time to this time, it's dropped five points. So that was quite good. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Receive 25% off your first preferred purchase of Balance of Nature. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week's supply of Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies. With these discounts, you will still receive free shipping on every order. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code THEANSWER. Your life is an important one. Here at AM 970 The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges, and every day it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world that is truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we'd love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Visit am970theanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or a mobile device and share your story with us. Here's the best part. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. So share your story today. Visit am970theanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's am970theanswer.com, keyword story. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. 
Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate. I'm here with Ace Wadisupar, our financial uh, ace. And it's like his name. He really is an ace. And uh, Andrew Lieb, who really has an, is an author, is an attorney, teaches real estate, and just really somebody very smart that uh, we use that element all the time to talk to our agents and keep them posted of everything that's going on. Um, and we're in the middle of talking about some questions, and I have uh, two or three more questions that people sent us this week. But uh, before I do that, I want to take a quick call from Gary from Inwood. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. I'm calling because I think I have an interesting point, and that would be uh, longevity, one, and rent-stabilized apartment. I am in the top of Manhattan. The northernmost tip is called Inwood. Yes. And I am surrounded by park. As I speak to you now, I'm looking out my living room window. There's an Isham Park and an Inwood Hill Park. And altogether, this is 400 acres of park. I am on a ground floor walk-in inside the gate of the building, and I have a four-and-a-half-room apartment. I've been here since 1979, and my rent is under $900. Wow. wow. Look, good. Wow. Gary, you, you have a home run. Well, Gary, I have an idea. Um, I'm looking for new parents, and if you adopt me, I can get succession rights on there because I would love to move in at $900. Like, you could be my dad. Well, you won't come cheap. Let's put it that way. Where I'm, I'm ready. $900 rent. I want that succession. Well, once again, my point is when you find something like I did, you stay there. Unless something is leading yeah. you in a different direction in life, don't, do not leave something that fell into your lap. And uh, if I were to leave this place here, this would be over $3,000. Oh, absolutely. But, Gary, that's really good advice. I mean, they're really hard to find. I mean, you can. Absolutely. But absolutely. if you do have an apartment like that, you don't take any chances, do the right thing, and really... I would move. <laughs> and Gary, the new housing, the Gary, the new Housing Stability and Tenant Protection Act of 2019 gave you all sorts of new rights to stay there, and how they yes. can't push you out, and there's no more buyouts. Like you're in heaven. So Gary, I, I think that's phenomenal. Nine hundred dollars. That's why I called to make the call because I thought I had a legitimate uh, point to make to you people, and I thought you would find it fascinating. I do Are you find familiar it. With the area? No, yes, we are, and I and I, but I also thank you because that's good advice for people who are listening to know. Uh, but let me ask you something, Gary. How did you come by it? I I have lived in the neighborhood since 1973, and when my son was born, I was directly across the street from where I am now. It was a sister building, and we needed something bigger. And uh, just so happened, a friend of my wife at the time, they were going to move. And there was a conversation back and forth between the two ladies, and the door opened. And my, my wife went over. She took a look at it. I was at work. It came home and says, I want you to see something. So we went over there. Uh, we just made an agreement. They were going to go about their business. They were moving to Jersey. And they bought a few things in the apartment as far as security gates, that sort of thing. Right. But that was it. And I signed a two-year lease, and I've signed a two-year lease since 1979, every two years. Wow. Rent well, stabilized and uh, absolutely gorgeous. This is a great place to raise kids. And it's a dog. If, if you have a pet, this is paradise. Once again, there's 300 acres of park and woodland where I am. That I'm right is, off the Hudson River. 
Yeah, so that the view is that is just wonderful, and you're really lucky. But I I don't want to tell anybody that's that's not going to be an easy find. But you know what? I had I had somebody, or maybe I did last year. I have to kind of look up that show where this man was saying how he really like there. You just have to keep on trying and trying and trying and looking. But you know what, Gary? Thanks for calling in and sharing. That's really valuable advice to everyone. And have a great weekend. Thanks, Thanks, I thought you would find it interesting. Thank I do. I Gary. do. Enjoy that you know, view. Dottie, I, especially Dottie, especially you know in a day like today. That conversation? You know what, what I like about that conversation? It all started from his wife having a conversation. And you and I always talk about an ace. We always talk about you just have to talk to people. And just from talking to his wife, talking to someone, they got this great apartment because they were living across the street. Everyone's so afraid to say anything. Say, what do you know? Who do you know? And that's where you get things done. I that's love a good that. Point. That's a good point. And I think I have that somewhere on one of my social media things. I think maybe Facebook or, I don't know, Instagram. And I wrote, you know, if you have good communication skills and you communicate, you will be more successful in everything you do in life. Um, that's the fact. Now, I have two more questions, and then I'm going to talk about uh, some of the myths. And then I want Ace to talk a little about also uh, the zero, the mortgage interest rates. But anyhow... There was a question, and I guess this is um, an ace question. I purchased my home back in 2004 and got a mortgage with a lender that has since purchased, that has been purchased by one of the huge banks. Several years later, I was finally able to get a loan modification with another bank. Now our mortgage is now serviced by a different loan officer, servicer. The servicer only has records going back to 2005 and not 2004. How do I get records from 10 years ago? Are they filed anywhere? Uh, this is from George from Rockville Center. Now, they can search um, through through their title search, right? So um, if they're trying to look for records, and, and look, it's common in the mortgage industry that banks, either they service the loans themselves or they sell their servicing rights to another bank. But if they really wanted to get records all the way back to t- 2004, you know, they really need to know which title company actually did the search, contact that title company, and they should have the report back in 2004. And I want to add to that that there's this thing called a qualified written request under yes. RESPA. And if you were just to Google qualified written request, you'd find sample forms. And a lot of times that can give you leads just so you can understand this because sometimes in ACE it's great to call the title company. I'm just dealing with this myself with a Lehman loan right now for uh-huh. a client. And Lehman's gone. And we can't figure out who has the loan and where the records yeah. went. And so you sometimes have to do some searching. And Definitely. if you send what's called a qualified written request, they'll give you their file. And that will give you a good lead to give to the title company. So Google qualified written request, and that could certainly help, too. It's great advice, Andrew. Thank you, guys. Okay, here's I've got two more. Um, I saw a real estate listing for the house across the street from me. And I know for a fact that it's on a half an acre, not an acre like the ad says, and that the bedroom in the basement is illegal, which usually a bedroom in the basement would be illegal. Um, should I report this? or just mind my own business, who can I report this to? Should I call the listing agent? Great. I love that. So do they realize what happens when they report? Like when you report on your neighbor, your neighbor then reports on you. This is how the whole experience becomes. Like you're opening up a terrible experience. Like I got you, you got me. Like what a terrible way to live. But um, I just want to tell you, you can Google your town and it always tells you your town or village how to report and they are anonymous if you want, but your neighbor will know as you. 
as to anything else on the purchaser in the state of New York, we have this thing called caveat emptor, which means let the buyer beware. And what that means is if you could discover it through ordinary diligence, the only fault is on yourself. So the buyer's obligation is to find out this is an acre, not a half acre. The buyer's obligation is to find it's illegal. I'll tell the listeners what's interesting, though. Dottie, you mentioned all these in the bedrooms in the basement. They're usually illegal, and they are. In a contract to sale, though, the seller generally represents that all property is legal in the purchase. And while the mortgage company may or may not care, and while the seller may or may not care, if the buyer wants to be a real jerk when they're on contract, they could say, hey, listen, I noticed it's illegal. I'd like a discount. And they go, oh, I'm not going to close without the discount. So I would recommend two different things. First of all, Sellers, try and legalize your property as much as possible. It's not worth having a drama when you're selling or anything else, and it's not worth misrepresenting anything. But buyers, or especially neighbors, get a life. Who cares what your neighbor's <laughs> doing? Like, just be happy. Be nice. Like, why are you trying to be the police? I gotcha. Like, you, well, can, you can find someone. Everyone did a mistake about everything. You don't need to get everyone. Let me say this. I agree with that, but I might call the listing broker because as a real estate, you know, running a real estate company and being a real estate broker myself, I, uh, if you write an ad, you know, if I wrote an ad that, you know, for Douglas Elliman that listed that something was one acre when it was a half an acre and I listed that it would, even though, you know, caveat emptor, the buyer should beware, I, you know, I think I could have some repercussions. So I, I, um, I, you know, I would definitely not turn somebody in, but, you know, I might tell the real estate broker, if I knew the real estate broker, that your ad's wrong, because I don't know if that's a mistake. I'm assuming, you know, it even happens to us sometimes. Somebody will tell us their taxes, and they forget that they have a VA exemption, or they have a a senior citizen exemption. So if you just put those taxes down, and you don't really do your homework, you could be putting the wrong taxes down. And even though it's the buyer's responsibility to make sure they check everything out, it's just kind of, you know, you, you want to be as accurate as you can as, as far as the broker. So, But I agree with you, Andrew. I certainly wouldn't turn somebody in. Um, so that My would be all of our advice. My favorite part of what you said, though, is it's nice to be nice. There's nothing wrong with calling the broker. I love that. But please don't turn anyone in. I want to emphasize that again. Like, who wants to live on a block where you're, like, throwing stones at each other? Like, you're better off moving. <laughs> well, okay. So the, this is a person that lives. Uh, they, the brownstone they live in is set back from the building next door. And says uh, this is from Beth from West 84th. And I can see about eight feet of the side of the building. The paint is peeling, and while the front of that building isn't in bad shape, the side that faces our building is really ugly. I asked the other tenants in my building if they would chip in and pay the owner of the building next door to have the wall painted. My neighbors were furious with me and th- at that thought and said that getting a better view was worth uh, that getting a better view is worth a few thousand dollars. I'm not sure what she's saying here. Because well, Dottie, I, I love the sure. question. I want you to know. I, I love the question because I actually did this. We own a commercial building. We just actually sold it in a place called Center Mariches. I don't know if the listeners I, know. I and know our that. neighbor 
Yeah, my neighbor had, it, there was an alley in between the two buildings, and my neighbor had, like, graffiti on it, and it was disgusting, and we knocked on the neighbor's door, Dottie, and we said, can we pay to paint your building just on our side, please? And the neighbor said, of course, I would love to do it. And I think the difference in this story and um, what happened to me is that in this story on the Dear Dottie, they're saying, I tried to get other people to chip in, and the other tenants thought I was nuts that they want me to pony up money. And what we learn from that is don't ask other people to put in money. If it really bothers you, you offer the money. Like, no one's going to want to spend the money. But I can relate to this person looking at the yuck. I might ask. I mean, look, you don't know that nobody will. Maybe they will and maybe they won't, okay? And it really depends on the cost of it. You know, if it was like a a nominal amount, um, maybe I would do it. But it doesn't hurt to ask. And even if the neighbors thought you were crazy and that you shouldn't. (laughs) Well, I always tell people, and this is really a lesson in life, don't be afraid of the word no. The worst that somebody can say, see, if you don't ask for things in life, you are sure never get them. And I think that many people don't ask for things because they're afraid of the word no. And, you know, as children, we're all taught, hey, when we tell you no, the word means no. And I think anyone that reached any kind of success in anything in their lives has learned, hey, no doesn't mean no. It means no maybe right now, um, maybe tomorrow it'll be yes. But at the end of the day, you're not hurting anyone. Um if someone says no, but at least you asked. Would you agree with Daddy, that? I love your entire message. I just hope my five-year-old's not listening to you right now, because for Spencer, no means no. <laughs> no for means everyone no. else, for everyone well, else, it means maybe. That's true. So, but if you think about it, Andrew, it's like parents, in a way, we really teach our kids no when really no just, you know, I mean, we have to teach them that, like, don't touch the stove. It's hot. Yeah. But, you know, and and if you look at children, you know, it's like when they fall, they pick themselves up and they get back and um, they fall again when they're learning to walk. But they're not afraid of that. And they're not afraid mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, trying things. So and resilience, that, Dottie. Yeah. So I think that. Resilience. Yeah. So I think that we all, you know, you know, even with an offer, the worst that can happen. I mean, you don't want to be ridiculous, but the worst that can happen is someone says no. Yeah. And, uh, Great advice. Right. So and anyhow, we're 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 going to come back and talk about some myths that I think um, have really like people have lived with, like, for example, the first offer. OK, there's this thing that if you get a, if your first offer was good. So if you're selling a home and I might have mentioned this and you get it, let's say you're selling it for seven, 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 ninety nine, seven hundred ninety nine and you get a seven. 90 offer and if your offer is good uh then that means your house is worth much more and the broker didn't price it right i'm going to leave you with that thought so in other words if the broker lists your home and somebody comes in very close to that price in a relatively short time does that mean that the broker should have priced it at a higher number and that it's priced too low I'll be, we'll talk about that when we get back. Remember, you're listening to Eye on Real Estate. Its number is 866-970-9622. We're going to take a quick news break, and then we'll be back to talk about some of the myths of real estate.
Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.